This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Coming up tomorrow, you guys hear me absolutely grill Chris Sanfilippo. He makes 100K per month from something called revenge porn. Okay, Chop Tribe, good morning. It is almost Halloween, but before you throw your costumes on, listen closely. You're going to love my guest today. His name is Garrett Dunham. He's a Silicon Valley born and raised serial entrepreneur keynote speaker, and startup advisor. His companies have been featured on the New York Times, NBC, Fast Company, TechCrunch, and many, many others. Garrett, are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready. All right, let's do it. So first things first, you are all over the place. You're advising, you're in the valley, you've seen it all. What are you focused on right now? Right now, I'm focused on two things. I'm helping launch the startup accelerator for Singularity University. So we've got seven startups that we just uh, just gave $100,000 a piece to. And they're doing some pretty crazy stuff. Uh, one's putting a satellite into space that through imagery can track pollution. Uh, another one is uh, doing biosensors for water detection remotely, uh, helping around the fracking industry who now currently throws uh, people on a helicopter to do any actual testing. So uh, lots of things there. And then after my own personal burnout with my last startup accelerator at the beginning of this year, I uh, put together a framework that helped pull me out of it and had a bunch of my uh, fellow entrepreneur friends ask for help there. So I created a site called Ignite the Drive. I do some posting on uh, just things to help with a mental fortitude around entrepreneurism. Very cool. And so walk, I want to hear that the, the, you said you had a failed accelerator earlier this year. What was that accelerator and why did it fail? Oh boy, that is a story that I'm going to have to be careful on. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. So, your, your lawyers, are, trust me, they're not cool enough to be listening to the show. They just give it to me. What, what was the accelerator? Why did it fail? So it was called Prebact, uh, and it was really almost a counter accelerator. I was not focused on any of the things that you would think of in an accelerator. I would work specifically with multi-billion dollar corporations like uh, Blue Shield of California, um, Covidian, Amgen. These are multi-multi-billion dollar uh, healthcare companies. And I would help startups get a contract with them in four months, which in the healthcare industry could take them 24 months to get about $100,000, $150,000 as uh, revenue, not as funding. Oh, interesting. So this is this is like when people say your best investment is from the customer. You are really making that a reality. Yeah, I actually successfully accelerated that that uh, sales cycle down through a whole lot of social engineering. Um, but you asked about the failure, and that was uh, the one thing I was never able to solve was how to make my own sales cycles shorter uh, because it took a lot of very very high level input. We had senior vice presidents at a minimum who had to back it or CEO level uh, support, which, as you can imagine, I mean, Amgen, I think, is a $40 billion pharmaceutical company. Getting to their CEO was not an easy task and, uh, and not one I was successful with. But um, the, uh, the final straw was after about eight months of uh, negotiation with a company I will not name. 
uh, they said, okay, we're going to call you in two weeks. Your half million dollar proposal for funding and for, you know, the company is going to be, it's going to be in, we're going to do this. They call me two weeks and a day later, because of course everything was late. And uh, the first things out of his mouth was not, it's in procurement. It was, so you remember how our CTO abandoned his family to start dating an actress? Oh gosh, this is not going to be a good call. No, uh, this has nothing to do at all with a half a million dollars. I, I really do not care. Yes, I remember. What's up? Well, she threw a party for a terrible movie, you know, terrible B movie three, got drunk, invited the CTO out to it, takes her top off. She's running around in a bra, taking photos, posting them to Instagram. Uh, HR catches wind. They fire the CTO. They fire the guy who is financially backing my proposal. They give both of their jobs to the guy who was uh, he was going to support the proposal. And then everybody started suing each other and the whole thing collapsed. And so eight months of work just died because oh. of a celebrity who couldn't keep her shirt on. Oh, my Lord. What? <laughs> what? That's the pits. Holy mackerel. And, and was this I know you're not going to name it. Was it a public though or a private company? Oh, very public. public. Uh, this is 10. 20 billion dollar corporation well it's been fun i'm sure you're studying this as well one of the guys i've been studying right now is david ackman and the moves he's making in the pharmaceutical space with with valergen and some of these other guys um are, are you i mean are you is that how you, how did you get into the pharmaceutical industry it, just to even start or, or biosciences whatever you want to call it well so i was really focused on healthcare in general but uh a gentleman named jeff clapp who uh, helped launch rock health it's a very good friend of mine i told him my idea for a a hackathon for venture capitalists to pitch problems that they'd like to fund. Uh, and he just, he just fell in love with it. This guy had already built a uh, company over 12 years. He was the CTO, sold it to Bosch Healthcare. You know, he's Mr. Health. He's keynoting and all this stuff. And I said, how would you need this? I thought this would be for, you know, college students. Turned out our market was actually with uh, serial, like second time, third time entrepreneurs looking for their next big thing. And they wanted kind of a proven market already attached to it. And so he was in healthcare and I said, well, you know, health, you can make a lot of money and more importantly, you can do a lot of good. So yeah, what the hell, let's give it a shot. So how did you make in that business? How did you make money? Um, I was charging our corporate partners a, uh, what to them was a small fee, uh, you know, 50, I think it was 50,000 for the first couple. And, um, you know, the next proposal was for about a quarter million to them. This is, you know, rounding errors to me. It's substantial, right? It's a, it's a pretty substantial round of funding. Um, and, uh, then I was also getting, no, I don't, a, I'm sorry, I don't understand that. What do you mean? Uh, Amjad, I'm, I'm making this up. Amjad would say, here's 50 K for you, uh, Garrett. And in exchange, I want you to bring me 10 proposals from startups that might fit this need. Is that how it worked? Yeah. So they would come to me with the problem. I'd source and screen. Uh, let's see, we would do about 50 startups sourced down to, uh, anywhere between two and four winners in the time frame of about 20 days. Uh, so source screen, they would be heavily involved with the screening part of it. And uh, it, there's lots of little, little nuances to it. But um, so they would actually do all the work to uh, or do some of the work. So we were a sourcing service in a way. Got and it. then over four months, I had a framework for them to start working together because I mean, I'm speaking at the lean startup conference on exactly this in uh, 
uh, in November okay. on startups and enterprise but working the, together. The, the, these $50,000 and $250,000 fees, though, those would go directly to you in exchange for the hard work you are putting into source deals for these larger companies. Correct. And so, then they would also put aside some money for our startups. So why, why did, I don't, I don't understand then, I guess, why this one deal and this, this, this lady who was running around topless, why that destroyed your whole business? Don't you just move on to the next deal? <laughs> Normally, yes. Um, I had some, I had a lot of the problems that every uh, early entrepreneur had. I uh, chose a business partner who turned out to be less than scrupulous and uh, stole some customers um, left us, you know, back on a nine-month sales cycle with uh, running on fumes, um, and then at that point, I mean, after three years, I was personally pretty burnt out. Um, and uh, at that point, I said, "Look, I I could go and try to source a bunch of these deals, but enterprise is such a horrible beast that you spend all of your time on just a little bit, uh, or just one or two of them." And I just said, "You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna. This, these guys are the most likely to close." Everybody else is dragging their feet. If they close, then we're in, we're good, and this will launch it. Got if they it. don't, I'm burnt out. I see. So then after that, you launched IgniteTheDrive.com. Again, Top Tribe, we'll link to all of this in the show notes at NathanLacka.com forward slash the top nine five. Again, forward slash the top nine five. So Garrett, Ignite the Drive. I mean, are you making meaningful revenue from this? How's it working? <laughs> I would say I would love to answer in the affirmative, but right now I'm mostly, I'm almost mostly using it for my own, um, like for myself building? in a way is, Hey, here's some of the best tips and, um, tips, tricks, and, you know, things that I've been learning and blogging. I, uh, have made a little bit of revenue from it, but I will say What's that a little it is bit more mean? of a labor of love. Well, What's a little bit? in the hundreds of dollars. Got it, got it, got it. Cool. Yeah, okay. So it's a labor of love. So your main thing right now then is Singularity University. That is correct. Which, by the way, people love, you know, we've had people on that have been related to the program before. Bold is constantly being mentioned as one of the favorite books of entrepreneurs. So uh, it, it sounds like it has a lot of momentum. What's your role there? Yeah, it has a huge amount of momentum. Um, so I am helping uh, Pascal Finette, who's another amazing uh, well, no, I shouldn't say another amazing. That assumes that I'm saying me. He's a uh, an incredible entrepreneur um, and started a couple of startup accelerators. So I'm actually helping him to uh, and his team to launch this one. Just happened that his um, his bandwidth kind of ran out right at the same time this was starting, and I closed my other one. So it all just kind of aligned. We've been friends for years, and um, yeah, so you could say that. Uh, yeah, taking a little bit of the, I don't know, Dave McClure role uh, for the accelerator, if you will. So this isn't, yeah, this, I mean, do you actually partake if one of the companies sells for a billion dollars? Is there a percentage at two and 20? I mean, what's the model? How do you make money? Um, I can't really speak a whole lot to that. Technically, I'm consulting, and that's mostly because I've been uh, wanting to dabble in my own things as well. Um, but yeah, we do, Singularity, the accelerator does take a pretty... Uh, normal accelerator cut. You know, we give the hundred thousand dollars to the startups, get equity. What six percent uh, equity? Uh, roughly, yeah. And they can find it on uh, singularity.com/slash/labs. I believe it is. Sorry, singularityu.org. Okay, but it's about six or seven seven percent. 
Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, that's this. Look, this is great. You know, um, the one of the reasons I wanted to get you on and have you share your story uh, was because of the involvement you had with Singularity. We've had so many people talk about it. Those of you that don't know about it, again, we'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top nine five. And Garrett, that is your main focus right now is the consulting role with Singularity with Pascal, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, Top Tribe, I want to give you more brain juice this month, totally free. If you're loving this episode, text the word Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 33444 for your chance to win a prize on an upcoming show. The next prize is a pack of 14 business books valued at 250 bucks if you bought them on Amazon. And these books are the ones that Mark Zuckerberg thinks every entrepreneur must read. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Now, Garrett, we're about to get into my favorite part of the show. Do you know what's next? Mm, I do not. Uh, I'm looking forward to all it. All right, mine. It is time for the famous five. Are you ready? Sure. Number one, favorite business book. Favorite business book. Ooh, that is a good one. I, uh, I might have to say Made to Stick by Chip Heath and Dan Heath. I required all of my interns to read it, and uh, it's not one of the standard entrepreneur books. There you yeah. go. Hey, it's a good one. We People say it all the time. Again, we'll link to that in the show notes. Number two, Garrett, is there a CEO that you are following or studying right now? Hmm. I... No, actually, not actively. Um, all of the typical famous ones I'm less interested in right now. Well, what's the non-famous one you're following? That's what people want to hear. Yeah, you know, one of my mentors is somebody who'd be good to name here. Tim Connors is, uh, he'll shoot me for getting any publicity for himself. Uh, he's a micro venture capitalist, helped create the whole segment. And um, he's somebody who I take a lot of uh, input from. He's raised two funds on his own as a sole GP. So um, he's GP somebody I follow very closely. means general partner and they, they round up LPs or limited partners to create venture funds. <laughs> Thank you for translating that out of my horrible yeah, no Silicon problem. Valley speak. <laughs> Great. Okay, good. What, what was the name? Tim Connors? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Good luck finding him online. He likes to stay low. Hey, well, I'm hey. going to be uh, writing an interview that I just did with him yesterday up here in about um, two or three weeks. Oh, good. Well, that's good. You know, we, you know, one of the early investors at, at Heyo was actually Dave McLaurin Paul Singh at 500 Startups. So that model is near and dear to my heart. I'll have to go check him out for sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Number three, Garrett, uh, I want to, you know, as you're, you know, as you're building these tools online and you're building Singularity University, is there any particular online tool that you use and really love? Oh, I fell in love with Zapier recently. Z I did an Zapier, integration. Yep. Uh, um, what was it? So I, I've hated doing online content sourcing and, you know, keeping my tweet stream regularly going, um, ended up syndicating a number of really amazing blogs, putting that through Snipply, another good mention, uh, that gives a little ad at the bottom of someone else's content, uh, and throwing that RSS feed through Zapier into buffer to start posting. Uh, it's, if you've got an engineer's brain, Zapier is fantastic for automating all kinds of just uh, horrible tasks. Very good. Okay. Number four, Garrett, out of curiosity, are you married, single? Do you have kids? I am single. Single. Okay. And how old are you? I am 30. Okay. 30 and single. So as you're working on Singularity University and you were hustling in your company or accelerator that went under earlier this year, I want to know if you were doing all this in a balanced way. Yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Oh, 
I get seven. Sometimes oh, eight. So close, close. <laughs> All right, good. Hey, good enough. Last question here, number five. Take us back ten years. If you wish your twenty-year-old self knew one thing, what would it be? Oh boy. Um, you know, the one thing that has been by far the biggest driver of any sort of success for me is being constantly putting myself in situations where good things can happen. So some call it um, planned serendipity. Uh, but, you know, about five years ago, I started just hanging out at the Hacker Dojo because I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I didn't even know what that meant. Uh, but I found a place where other entrepreneurs hung out and spent some time there. Uh, frankly, I wish I had started doing that at 20 and just putting myself in situations where through the networking, through the people around you, and just through osmosis, you can end up having some pretty amazing things happen. Setting um, yourself up to get lucky. Precisely. There you go. Kind of like the girl that was running around topless. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garrett. Well, if people want to follow your journey online, where can they do that? Oh, let's see. Uh, my Twitter at uh, Garrett Dunham. Uh, GarrettDunham.com also links to everything else that I'm doing. And um, got a couple of interesting things that I'll be kickstarting hopefully in the next uh, three to six months. So that might be the best place to follow me or, you know, Ignite the Drive, sign up for the. Um, newsletter and i will be keeping everyone abreast of what's going on there well there you guys have it from launching his own accelerator landing two hundred fifty thousand dollar contracts with big multi-billion dollar public companies to now working hardcore at singularity university garrett thanks for taking us to the top thank you nathan go back and listen to yesterday's episode with rob burke a 24 year old who invented a new way to listen to music through your teeth 